Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day franchise and it's the original 90 Day Fiancé. As you probably know our podcast Tender Loving Care which has a new show every Wednesday deep dives into the breakdown of a show from the TLC network or Discovery Plus. We discuss all of that glorious chaos. But right now we've decided to dive even more into TLC and discuss this 90 Day Fiancé with all of the Looney Tunes that live in this world. Hello, Kate. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Um, Kate, I, you know, prepping for the pod, there are so many offshoots of this 90 Day. I was having dinner and I decided to watch... 90 day the other way now we've had some of our listeners write to us and say you should be you should be covering this have you watched any of it i've watched all of it i love it you have okay i just watched the latest episode with that guy in turkey that weighs his girlfriend i am terrified of him is I remember the episode. Was this the episode where the sister's visiting? That's the one I just watched. I haven't watched a lot of them. But yeah, the sister's visiting. And he's like, she's a slut. I mean, bitch. I mean, and the the girls, oh, he's just got, you know, he just hasn't got a great command of the language. I was like, well, he knew two words very well that he's calling you. (laughs) He sure did. And uh, Mary and. Okay. So she's pregnant. Yeah. But but so she they were these bits. So she's she's Filipino and big Catholic, and she was like, you know, there's nothing going to happen before we get married. That was the last I watched. 
that I saw this episode and she's like, we're pregnant and that her father knows that she's pregnant before marriage. The grandpa, Lolo. Yeah, the grandfather, yeah. And and Brandon is so depressed. He's like going to the center of the town to lay on a bench for hours at a time just to get away from it all. And he's also sleeping in, you know, till noon or one and then blasting his TV. I mean, it's such a mess. They're both such a mess. Just fools. Oh, my God. Horrible to watch. I watched it and she's crying and I just remember her he's not allowed to look at women and now she's pregnant and they don't have any money but they kind of have a shop that they make like 13 cents profit per item I he looks like a shell of a human being from when I last saw him he does and he's stuck there especially now he was before because he went there with what what do you have like a hundred dollars in his pocket and now he's really stuck. <laughs> she's she's having a kid. He has no money to fly back home. Um, it's, they're, they're screwed. I don't know. They're going to be on these shows forever to pay for this kid. It's awful. And then I saw that the mother, his mother is coming in the next episode. And this woman, this girl is, is so antagonistic and angry and nasty to everyone. I just... It was quite depressing. Mo- yeah, you, you see the mom get out of the cab when she first yeah. gets there and Mary's just scowling at her. It's like, maybe introduce yourself and try to make a good impression. Here. It, I watched it and I was like, oh, and that horror show, that horror show that is in India and she's going on her three day, you know, the wedding. Oh, All right. She does this complaint. She's so miserable and so horrible. I and she apparently met him through a dream. I mean, I don't know. I just was like, I I can't, I don't, I don't know if I can watch all of this, but there was a lot going on. Oh, we have to mention, sorry, I'm like messing up the names, but the woman with the hair down to the floor. Dark. Oh, dark. That is dark. She unnerves me in a way that I cannot put into words. I posted on our Instagram. The photos apparent. I didn't see her in this episode, but that she got married, but was like falling over on the floor and all covered by this wedding dress. And it was literally her like coming out of the well on the ring. She, it's seven days. She is horror. She's a horror show, literally. And I would watch her on the screen. And it's, you know, when you watch someone on television, but you can't really see them or understand what you're looking at. Like she would have lipstick on, but it was like faded and like bitty and like just a bit of red hair, but it was all smeared over her mouth. Then she would have eyelashes, well, obviously fake eyelashes that were like out to here that weighed down her eyelids so she couldn't really see. Then her clothes. It's the middle of the day on a Tuesday and she's wearing like seven inch stilettos and a tight bandeau dress. It's just uh, unsettling. And the hair she is so proud of is always tangled. And people have pointed out it's all extensions. Like her hair isn't even that long. And why would you have that if you can't take care of it? Like it's just a big hairball, just not. It's a nest. It's It's so gross. She is. And I remember I went onto her Instagram. I first saw her on that. I went onto her Instagram and I'd forgotten that in the first couple of episodes, she said she had this fascination with like Disney 
princesses and you know you run you run when an adult I'm sorry for any listeners out there but adults that are obsessed with Disney deep are deeply unsettling to me and she was like I just want to be a Disney princess and she walks around wearing these clothes these very cheap cheap dresses that you'd wear to like a club in 2008 but she's wearing them in South Africa on a Tuesday afternoon. It's bizarre. It's, it's like sales bin, wet seal. Yes. Just gross clothes. And, and just the way she speaks too. It's like, I'm not going to allege no, anything, but it sounds like when someone's on benzos or something, it's like, yes. <laughs> And like the eyes are so heavy that she can't even like lift them up. She is, she's a disaster. But I will tell you, I posted a couple of weeks, maybe a week ago, about something that I had no clue. Now, we obviously did 90 Day Fiance um, UK. And we keep, we do follow as many of these people as we can on Instagram. But I was so, 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 sorry, 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 shocked, Kate, to see um, that Katie and oh. Alejandro not only broke up, she's pregnant with his child. And he came out and said, I want absolutely zero to do. Can someone explain what I missed? I can explain everything. I've been following this on Reddit oh, so much. Please. Okay, so they had their, uh, she was going to get married there. And that episode went horribly. Like when they were going to get married, yeah. Her family insinuated that his family was going to steal their stuff yes. or something, right? So it, it all ended poorly. They broke up. She went they, back. No, but they had a storm and they got married. We saw their marriage. Right. They did get married. Yeah. But they after that, she ended up going back. I don't know the specifics really okay. of that part. But since then, people are <laughs> I don't, not upset, but annoyed or whatever, because she is posting like Amazon wish lists for stuff and sort of like soliciting from her followers to get free stuff. Okay. And then um, talking about how hard it's going to be to be a single mom, of course. Yes. Um, And then she mysteriously was gifted from a family member, a free trip to the States to go to Disney. Yes. I saw that. And everyone is like, why are you going to Disney? Like that, who is this person? Like everyone's so confused about the finances, the financials. And um, she's just airing out all of this stuff about him and kind of oversharing on lines. People are kind of like, okay, you know, enough with it. And people think that maybe he's not saying anything online for like legal reasons for the custody battle that is probably going to ensue. So it's, I know some stuff. Okay. I would have, there's things there that aren't accurate. I would say immediately. First of all, if you live in the North of England and to go to Disneyland to Florida, it actually does not cost a lot of money at all. First of all, it just doesn't. To fly from Manchester to Florida, it's, I know Americans, Americans don't travel as much as like, you know, I would say in general as people in England do. But I would say that Florida is not far. It's like six hours on the plane. 
it's she just recently went because I saw that on her Instagram and it's dirt cheap at this time of year so it was that her family wanted to do that because she has been abandoned by she said very clearly that and I don't think she has been oversharing because she will say things like you know I she doesn't really go into detail she just says you know Alejandro and I have broken for people that have asked it asking we've broken up and he told me he wants nothing to do with this child yeah that's it and that's kind of the end of the story and she's bringing up this child on her own so I didn't see any solicitation maybe I missed that I didn't see any of that but she still works as a um as a nurse uh which in England where she works she's paid very well um and this Alejandra apparently wants nothing to do with her anymore something happened yeah that's yeah I mean that whole story is just the general stuff of what everyone's saying online. That's not necessarily my opinion, but that's like the vibe. Everyone's kind of like, Oh, she's going on. And, um, everyone wants to hear something from him. Cause he's like to answer for what's going on. Like, why did you do this? Why'd you say that? Um, so yeah, it's, it's a lot so surprising. Like yeah. those two, it was really surprising. Yeah, they were the quote unquote like normal couple, right? That we yeah. were like, oh, they seem really in love. And yeah, so it seems like it just broke apart really quickly. Oh, anyway, talking about breaking up, don't know if you saw today in the trades, Daily Mail, page six, um, that Mauricio, I mean, I'm I'm already, Beverly Hills, Real Housewives Beverly Hills starts next week, guys. I'm already over this Kyle thing, but I have to add this, that Kyle... Kyle, uh, Kathy, and a couple of her daughters were at the Morgan Wade show because she played L.A. They went to go and see her. Uh, Kathy was there. The daughters were there. Um, And this is supposed Kyle's girlfriend. And then today in the trades, we see Mauricio or Maurice, as Kim Richards used to call him, is um or as Lisa Vanderpump used to call him Maurizio is whatever his name is he's on Dancing with the Stars and he was at dinner with his dancing partner and then the Daily Mail as they do got a photo of them leaving the restaurant holding hands what's happened did they just split up and I thought it's just all I thought the whole Morgan thing has been a complete lie. I, I still do. I, I just find I don't believe she's having sex with that woman. I think she's besotted by her. I do not see her having a relationship with that woman. I just don't. But I thought that that was all just whatever it is for a storyline of publicity. And she's having her marriages on the rocks a little bit. But with Maurizio, now you see the photo and they're holding hands, walking out the restaurant. I saw that photo too. And I was I like, mean, I guess they're moving on. No, Kate, there is no, there's zero hope for anyone in life, in love with those two breaking up. Zero. Zero hope for us. Relationship, if their relationship has not worked, none of our relationships work. They've been together 20 something years. They've had all these kids. They have all the money. They have all the fame. They have, they were so in love in every single season. And then suddenly it's like, boom, they're all done. I don't know. I don't buy it. Hey, so what do you think they, that's just uh, to generate buzz, him holding her hand like that? 
I think obviously we have the season starting next week. We're going, I think the three, we have to prepare ourselves that three quarters of the season is going to be the majority of the women saying, hang on, but what's going on? What's going on with Maurizio? What's going on with Kyle? What's going on? But, and then in the last bit of it, I think they may say something like we're set. She'll finally announce that they're separated, but it's going to be a load of nothing. I will tell you something though, Entertainment Lawyer, which all of you should be following and know for years, gives us all the scoop and the reliable scoop, said that there is another couple, not them, that is separating and they're debating whether to announce it before the beginning of the, the season or at the very end. It looks like it's going to be at the very end. And the couple is Dorit, Dorit and PK. Kate. I guess Dorit and Kyle is one of the single ladies on the town. No, I don't. I, I call me naive. I, hope, I don't know. I can't I, see it. I hope that's not true because they seem to really love each other from what we've they seen. Pikai. 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 What do you mean, Pikai? So <laughs> anyway, there's a lot. But in TLC News, the last thing, Kate, I, I tagged you in it. I'm sure you've seen it. Tammy Slayton, your gal, was arrested. God, I missed that. I did not yes. I tagged you in it immediately first thing this morning. Oh my God. I haven't been on there. Wait, why? What'd she do? So apparently she was pulled over in August be in a car because she had a big glass jar of weed, apparently. But she was booked, I believe, and arrested. Our girl Tammy. No, Tammy. You had to know that yesterday because that is your girl. Yeah, Tammy, come on. Make yeah. some good decisions. I know, because she's in jeans now. She's looking amazing. Yeah, she made a lot of progress. This is huge. Yeah. I mean, that woman couldn't even fit into a car, basically. And now she's like, it's unbelievable what she's done, how much work she's put in. And talking about work... Let's get back to our job, which is discussing 90 Day Fiancé. Yes, we are in season 10, episode three, called To Witness the Beginning. Woo! Tell us what we're witnessing, Kate. We are witnessing Gino, very proud that he finally washed his comforter on his bed. And Jasmine putting on a sexy nurse lingerie right. costume. I we we can't have these scenes anymore. It is oh. it is so nauseating. It is so nauseating, and just we don't need it. How many scenes have we seen of ninety day couples getting sexy? Like we get it, we're done. I mean, I don't need to see Gino coming out after taking Viagra to try and have sex with this woman with her disjointed butt implants, pretending to be sex. I just, it's not, it's not healthy for my well-being. I can't wait. I can't witness it. It, it's, it went on and on too. Oh God. I was like, cut, cut. We're good. We're good. Cut, cut, cut. Can you imagine those camera people? That's all I could think of is someone holding a boom and someone holding a camera and they're just stood there and they're going, is this when we leave? Do we leave? Do we just keep, do we, do we keep going? Yeah, let's just keep going. I, 
oh I can't okay I can't do it I can't watch it and she's just like oh I can't I can't do it and they're like up her ass the camera is up her ass she's wearing a thong and everything is just cut just leave the bedroom please the love of god I can't see these people yeah she's got his she's showing him his instruments because he's dressed up as a doctor and they're all butt plugs uh and they no, they're making- not butt plugs oh what were they i blacked out yeah i'm sure as as i would have liked to <laughs> but it's because we had to hear the intimate details of her vaginal rejuvenation oh so they were expanders i can't you know i don't know why we're having this conversation <laughs> you don't need to have this conversation and i don't want to have this conversation okay but- that's what it was and then she does it then we see it all she tells us it all and then she tells us what happened afterwards we don't need to see these two people do this makes me so ill no so moving on from that terrible scene gino reveals to jasmine that he quit his job and to be there for her and that they'll be living for the next year on his savings yeah And she cries, of course, and is stressed out because she says she wants to bring her sons there ASAP. It's going to cost money to sponsor them, plus the wedding, plus whatever cosmetic procedure she wants to Of course. (laughs) Uh, So that's kind of the storyline for this episode is, well, that it's money. It's, It's him quitting his job. And then they go get a couple's massage, which... I'm like, okay, trying to save money, don't have a job. Okay. Uh, uh, but they need to relax. So they go to this couple's massage and Gino takes all the clothes off except for the hat, of course. And the lady tries to, the masseuse tries yeah. to take it off. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's like, I love hats because they help me cover my bald head. I'm like, oh, yeah, no shit, shit Gino. No yeah, shit. We know. <laughs> Um, and so then it comes out that she spent 10 grand getting butt implants because she's telling the masseuse not to touch her behind because it hurts. Ow, ow, that hurts. And Gino's like, why is your butt hurt? Is it from traveling? And she's like, no, I kind of sort of got butt implants. And he's like, no, he doesn't believe her. She shows him the scars. And he's obviously really upset because she didn't tell him about spending $10,000. Sure. And she, she's like, I just didn't really think it was that big a deal because we were doing so well financially. I was like, And then he just storms off. But also to be fair, he didn't, he didn't quit his job. He took a sabbatical. So he does have his job. Are you saying I quit my job? But yeah. for us, it's that he, I think he just took a sabbatical, which he he this guy has so much money let's be real he has so much let's be real as Whitney oh. Waldron says real um there he has a ton of money but um never enough never enough for Jasmine so I will say that we did get another scene of them doing a pinky promise that they're not gonna not gonna fight anymore and so far they've done very well they've only been granted they've been together 24 hours but for them it's fantastic. There's only been one storm off in 24 hours. That's huge. Right. Even though there was a storm off, this was one of their most uh, amicable <laughs> episodes. Yeah. It was, it was, it, it, it was outstanding. Outstanding. Um, so that's those two ding-dongs. All right. Where are we going next? Oh, did we talk about how $2,000, she's lying still 
about the two thousand dollars. <gasps> Sorry, please, Kate. Please the, add that in. The the last thing about Jasmine and Gino is that she reveals in her confessional. She's like, "Oh, Gino's so mad. I don't even want to reveal that two thousand dollars of that came from my ex, Dane." Oh, I, I mean, so he, I think Gino says his $10,000 for wedding dress, wedding dress, Venmo, Zelsa, whatever, she gets 10 grand, spends some of it on probably nails, hair, lips, stuff, red, whatever, or extra stuff that she needed. And then she sees the button plants, realizes it's the full 10 grand, probably only has about eight grand left at this point. So she goes today and gets two grand. I mean, you know, you have to, why you're bringing this up and then we see for next week, she's on the phone to her sister saying, I did this. You have to tell him. Look, it's great that you're being honest for us as a viewer, but why are you telling any of this? Hide that shit, Jasmine. Hide that shit. Just gotta, they gotta secure the bag for another season. Yeah, true, true. You have to think <laughs> about that. You're right. You have to think about the drama. Yep, yep. You're right. Self-producing. Uh, who do you want to go to next? I want to <clears throat> get my anger out. So let's head to... LA, where I'm currently sitting. Now, last week, when we were talking about these couples, um, we were talking about Ashley and Manuel from Ecuador. And when Manuel came in, and I wrote in my notes, and he made the comment about the cat and not liking cats, I wrote in here, I hate this guy. Well, I cut, I hate this guy. And I inserted it into my notes with Sophie and Rob. This guy is a moron. We see Sophie, 23 years old, very, very young. He's 32. I want everyone to understand that. He's in LA and has been bemoaning the fact that Sophie, who's come from London, is spoiled because she wants all of these amazing things. And you see Sophie doing her makeup in a shared toilet in a courtyard of this place that he lives. And she's in bed talking to him and he is such a manipulator watching this show and the way he manipulates her and what she wants to do is disgusting so she disgusting so she's saying quite rightly you know we we have to find a better living situation we are in one room two adults and a dog this is not a situation, we don't have a kitchen, we don't have a toilet. And he says, because he's defensive, because he's embarrassed about his living situation, which you can have empathy for, absolutely. But he's 32 years old and needs to get a job and earn some money. That's what he needs to do. But instead, what he does is he makes the other person that's saying this Try, attempts to make them feel terrible. So he says, oh, please, you don't know anything just because you're used to these grand places. She said, I don't think grand or asking a lot is to have a toilet in the same residence I'm living in. And he dismisses her, shuts her down and tells her, you are just being needy. You're the problem. You're spoiled. It's your fault. Not that he's 32 years old, doesn't work, 
isn't it's the fact it's not about a lack of money it's not about his financial circumstances it's about a lack of motivation it's about a lack of ambition and it's about a lack of wanting to provide something wonderful instead he wants to sit and do the bare minimum and get provided by by his english girlfriend that's what i'm losing my shit over Maybe it's because I've been with absolute ding-dong fucking loser LA guys that I've had that happen to too. Just because you're from England, they believe that you are a pot of gold and it is bloody infuriating. This is a girl that says that she has, you know, she doesn't ask her family for anything. And he has said to her numerous times, jobless Rob, numerous times, just ask your family for money. Get a job. I I was losing my shit on this episode, Kate. It wasn't pleasant. So was I. It's so frustrating that his response to, hey, can I maybe have a bathroom where we're living? Like, I'm not really asking for much. And she never raises her voice or is I- acting rude about it. She's She's coming at it very measured. And he has to take her down a peg and say that, oh, I'm going to bring you down to earth a little bit because I'm a down to earth guy and, uh, you're not missing anything here. You have everything you need here trying to make her settle for this. And I, yes, LA is really expensive, but I think that in these past two years, he could have figured out a similarly priced one bedroom with a bathroom in it that maybe is like, I don't know, further away, maybe Glendale or something like. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you a small one bedroom with a bathroom like i i do think he could have like found yeah, something I will tell you, Kate, since you've been here glendale is not cheap <laughs> yeah i think you're you're la has changed a lot and i agree with the amount of money is insane but it it, it once again to your point it's not that 
it's not about what he has and what he doesn't have. It's that his refusal to accept that he has to work harder or work to provide something. He is absolutely, he is a terrible command of the English language. So, because please let's not forget, uh, I thought I'd propose to you though. Anyway, we're not gonna go back in, in front of a vending machine in LAX. But anyway, it's that he just has a massive chip on his shoulder. So he will refuse to admit that he can do better and he should do better. That's it. If he was sat there saying, listen, I don't have a lot of money, but I really, really am looking forward to working hard and getting my shit together so we can have a nice little space of our own. Wonderful. That would be great. But he's not doing that. Instead, he wants to make her feel badly about wanting just the basics in life because he knows that he can't provide them that's it he is is so and then they go to by the way he goes here's my favorite place in la venice beach i was like dude uh, yeah try malibu let's go to point doom let's go to somewhere that's really beautiful but he's like this is a great place Venice Beach. So Venice, and then she's like, oh, that place over. Remember, she's 23. She's in a different country. She doesn't know anything about prices and places here. And she's looking at these very expensive places that are houses, you know, that usually not the rental one that she was looking at, or whatever. This big beach side house, which are always a fortune anywhere near the beach. And um, she goes, that would be nice. And he looks up and he's like, yeah, it was $32,000 a month. Well, obviously, she's not saying that that's what she what he I I can't. I just such a hard time watching this guy. He's insecure. He's secretive and he's lazy. That's who this guy is. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of ways to get creative. They could even have roommates or something like that's what I'm saying, like. I think in these, he's been with her a long time and known that she's coming. So if that's what you have to do, then do that, you know, like get a job and get some roommates with like a decent place for her to come to. And he didn't take the initiative to do that. And now he's mad at her about it. It's, it's, and he's saying like, I already told, he's like, I already told you, we're not going to talk about this every day. And it's like, well, she just got there. I find him really unpleasant. The way he speaks, he's he's very quick to anger. And I think we're going to see that a lot. I think he's very quick to anger. I think it's because he's that insecurity. He's with somebody that's way out of his league. And he's so insecure that he has no, um, no want to better himself or better his lifestyle because he's terrified of it. Um, He's terrified of anything different because here's the basic thing in life. If you only ever expect the bare minimum, you have nothing to be disappointed about. You know, if you're always going to be like, well, this is fine. I don't mind living in one bedroom with no toilet. This is this is fine. You should know this is fine. This is fine. So then you're never disappointed. But if you're sat in a one bedroom with no toilet saying, I would actually like a two bedroom house one day. That'd be really cool then you're at a disadvantage. That's how he sees it. So he just does the bare minimum. I think he's secretive. 
I think he's hiding a load of stuff. And I think she is in for a disaster ride with this guy. I think it's a, it's, it's a horror show with him. And did you catch that part towards the beginning too, where she tells us that she was so tired after filming all of that the airport, the dinner. Like and then she tells us that he pressured her to have sex. And so she did. I didn't, I didn't like, like that. I did not like that conversation. No, that was far too breezy over her. And once again, put yourself in the situation of being a 23 year old. You're very young. She's been in one relationship beforehand and that's it. She's very young. She's very naive. She's living this dream of LA of like, I'm here and this is going to be fun. And him and I will do something. He's a lazy guy that's never going to provide a lifestyle for himself, a good lifestyle for himself, let alone anyone else. So run, 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 run from him. And and then they have that conversation about how he, she's saying, okay, I, this is bothering me and I want to bring this up. You cheated on me, you know, online, you were talking to that other girl. Um, and immediately without skipping a beat, when are you going to let that go? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm just telling you how I feel and I need to talk about it. I need to get this off my chest. Like we're engaged to be married. I want to have all these issues worked out. And he gets again, defensive, deflective and turns it on her. Like she's uh, wrong. She's in the wrong for bringing it up and saying, you're not so innocent because you were on a dating app. And I, this sounded like Bumble BFF. Exactly. You know how you, you, know how you can like go on the friend side. She's like, well, I use that app to find friends. Like when I'm traveling and stuff, that's how I find people to hang out with. Like that's all that was. But instead he's like, listen, he just, puts them together, right? Oh, well, that's your thing that you're worried about. That's my thing that I'm worried about. So oh, I honestly no. just, he's, he is so, he's a nasty piece of work. I don't like yeah. him. I don't want her anywhere near him. And this is not going to bode well. I have um my last lines in the comments are just like, he is a man child. He is a fool and a loser. Um, I know that she is in LA because she's been posting on her Instagram of, oh, it's only like 50 minutes till it airs and it's all California time. So she's definitely here. Um, I just hope she's not with that disaster. Time will tell. Time will tell. Where do you want to go next? Let's leave LA. Where should we go? Moldova. Oh, Moldova. Let's go to Moldova, Kate. Take us that. So Nikki is finishing up packing. She's heading out to Moldova so mm. they can work on their relationship. Her and Justin slash Igor, Igor, Igor. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can work out their issues in person before she brings him to the States again, because <laughs> they already tried this and yes, <laughs> she ended up sending him packing. Yeah. So she's like, I want to be sure this time that, <laughs> that this is going to work. And so it's a good plan. She is uh, getting taken to the airport by her friend Chanel. Hey, I've got to add, did you notice what was in her hand? She was walking out the door. No, you know, I love beverage, love to check the beverage that they're drinking. She had a big, like, extra large monster. So I just, I just wanted to point that out because I thought you'd appreciate that. 
I love that. My drink of choice in high school as a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, before uh, football games, when I was a cheerleader, we would just slug back monsters. Okay, I've just found out two things. A, that you were a cheerleader and B, that you drank monster. You were a cheerleader, an American cheerleader. Yeah, I was. What did you do? Did you do what position? I was the flyer. Um, but so we, how you were getting like tossed up and down. Yeah. We did very basic stunts though. We weren't like doing backflips or anything, but we did like the basket throw and things like oh, that. Yeah. That sounds so scary. It was, yeah, it was, you have to put a lot of trust. It was all my best friends that were on the cheer team with me. So I guess I could trust them because we were all in dance together too. So yeah. Guys, sorry, we Kate and I need to have a big discussion about that outside of the party, but I had no clue I was with an American cheerleader. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. Hey, I presume you can do all of that still today, right? Right. Yeah. Even better <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I'm fully a gymnast. Um, so Chanel is Nikki's friend and she gives us some information mm. uh, to the camera. She does. So first of all, she says, Hey, I just want Nikki to be happy, but all I hear about is all the fighting that her and Justin are doing. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay. And then she's like, Nikki has been with a lot of guys that just pay for all her stuff. And she has sugar daddies, but now she's a sugar mama who has paid for a bunch of cosmetic procedures for Justin. Interesting. And he has an allowance. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Shock. news. Um, and then they're in the car and kind of talking about the same stuff as last episode that she was talking about with her mom about how she's nervous to meet or to see she's already met them, his friends and family, now that they know that she's trans. Mm. Yeah. And then we cut I, to Moldova after that. Yeah. I want to say one thing when she's on the plane, right? We see this a lot with 90 day stars. So they're about to land and they have their phone or it's probably a little camera that production's given them. And they, they're told to, you know, say something to the camera, record themselves as they're about to learn, land, record their feelings. And Nikki was doing hers and she was like, oh, I'm about to learn, leave, did it learn, land. And you see next to her, she's in the two-seater by the window. And there's someone in the window that has like a full-on hoodie wrapped around their face, trying to not get on camera and just leaning against the window. And all I could think at this point was like, I pray to God one time I'm on a flight and next to me is a 90 day fiance star that is doing their two camera comment about landing. I would love that, Kate. It would make me so happy. You just be peeking in like. Yeah, peeking in. <laughs> I just hold up like the name of the podcast. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Yeah. So good. So Justin is in Moldova getting ready to pick her up, uh, talking about how hard it is with the distance because the time difference is really tough. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to bed, she's getting up, etc. cetera. And uh, he puts on his sweater over his shoulders. He's uh-huh. got a very classy outfit on for the airport. Yeah. And um, she lands customary stop in the bathroom to put on deodorant and stuff. And he's waiting with a very large and expensive looking bouquet of flowers. Now we've seen some different flowers at the airport on this show. And 
I thought his were some of the best we've seen. Absolutely. It cost a fortune. Yeah. It was a big, big bouquet of roses. Uh, So then he greets her. They have a nice long hug. Mm -hmm. He seems happy to see her. They go to a bakery and talk. And Mm -hmm. that's where we start to run into a little bit of conflict. Yeah. They start talking about going out and... You know, uh, Justin says, I just feel as though everyone's looking at her and knows that she's trans. And he says to her, I think that we should go out mostly, (laughs) we should go out mostly in the day. And Nikki's like, sorry, what? (laughs) He's like, I just think we should go because at night there's just too much attention, too much attention. And I think, you know... (sighs) Justin has to understand people are staring at Nikki because she's she's just got a lot of cosmetic surgery, massive amounts of cosmetic surgery. Her features are completely exaggerated. She's got bleach blonde down to her butt, long hair. I mean, all the stuff that like Darce has. And that's why Darce was stared at all the time, you know? But of course, with Justin's insecurities about his partner being a trans woman, that he just only sees that as the reason people are staring. People are staring at Nikki. It's because she's an exaggerated woman. You know, she's got, a, she spent a lot of money on her body, just like Darce. She wears huge heels like Darce. You know, she's not a wilting flower. She's not going to be in the corner. So Nikki's like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, right. And then they have their interview and he's like, you know, you look like a porn actress. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. There's a, there's an area of porn that, you know, they want the big lips, they want the tiny waist, big hips. And she has all that. That's her look. That's what she, that's what she likes. That's what she looks like. But it's just not, it's just lost in translation, a lot of it, and mixed in, into insecurities. It is. I I hope this goes well. Uh, I know. And I want him to get back to the States, and I want to see more of her, like, pop star career, if possible. <laughs> right? That would be so good. And also, I think we need to mention something that I put on our Instagram today is in this episode, Justin mentions that their love story has been 20 years in the making. He's 35. So when and how did Nikki meet Justin? If it's 20 years, he was 15 when she met him. Is he 35? I thought he was like 37. I mean, that's still so young. Maybe he's rounding up, but he was very young. Cause I he seem to remember, have... I seem to remember he was like 19. Like when they yeah, first, okay. when they first okay. introduced them on the like episode one, I want to say he said 19. So is- okay, let's call him 90. Yeah. That makes a little bit more sense. And she was just, uh, she must've been late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. She's, uh, almost 10 years older, I believe. Okay. All right. So I honestly, you know, and I've been wrong about a lot of these people. I do think there's deep love here. I really do. I think he adores her. And I, I know she adores him. I think that he's just coming to terms with their just it was a massive secret that she never told him. And that was a huge secret. And I think he needs time and he needs to express himself about it and he needs to communicate with Nikki. But 
I really like them together. I think he loves her and I think she loves him. I think so too. I think what we're going to see a lot of is, uh, because we saw it in the, you know, big preview of the season, the sexual stuff, like, because we even saw it for next episode. Um, you know, she's kind of kissing on him and stuff and he's being awkward. So I, yeah, I think there is a lot of love there and I hope they can get past all of these obstacles that they have. I do. I do. All right. Um, we haven't mentioned as well, we didn't get any new couples. I'm really annoyed. Mm. I thought we'd get a new couple this week because we don't want this repetition already, guys. Like it's say our third episode. Give us something fresh. I know they teased it last week and then now they teased it again. So we better get it episode four. Yeah. Um who do we have left? Ashley. We go to New York. Yeah. Ashley and Manuel. So we cut back to them. This is the first day after he arrived and they had that fight the night before Yeah, about her pets and everything and her being a witch. Sure. So he's sleeping. Rico Suave is in the bed and it's like, see, it's nice to have your babies in the bed. Ashley said that they had great sex after they fought. <laughs> I was like, you did? She was so mad at him. I mean, he I must know. really have He's Rico Suave, apparently. Apparently. And yeah. And so it's it's all good now. And uh they go grocery shopping. She said she had an empty fridge. She was waiting for him to actually arrive. I was like, I feel like you'd have a little food for your yeah. (laughs) But whatever. So they go to the store. His mind is blown by all the vegan options. Um, and then we get to the main thing here. So we find out that he is a very secretive person. Uh, She says he's always been secretive and he uh, has not told his mother. He lied to his mother about where he is right now. And he has two teenage sons that he left behind. I mean, you just, imagine being in a relationship with someone that, by the way, you have to completely pay for because they've moved to your country, they can't legally work. So you're paying for everything. They're in your house. They're dictating, by the way, about how you should live and and your religion and your animals. And you describe them as being secretive. I, I, that is the worst thing your part, one of the worst things your partner could be. And she's like, yeah, he's very secretive, has two kids. He has, I wrote down here, as soon as she said that, I put two teenage children, block capitals, and I said, he has a full, he has multiple families. He has multiple families back in Ecuador. Guarantee you, guarantee you. That seems about right. I think a lot more is going to come out. I agree. Uh, so we get those revelations and then they go to a Mexican restaurant nearby her house to meet up with her mom and her sister and her brother-in-law. Yeah. So they sit down, get some marks. Um, so it's her mom, Stacy, sister, Sienna, brother-in-law, Samuel. They're using Google translate to talk to him. And um, there's talk about kids. Like, do you want to have children? Um, and he's like, uh, maybe not right now kind of avoiding that and then her mom finds out that he lied to his mom about where he is he told his mom that he's like working out of town or something yeah 
and her mom is not cool with that. Mm. Stacy doesn't like that. So it's kind of just like, you need to call her and be honest. Right. Um, What else? Uh, He makes her food and then she makes him call his mom. Yeah. So then they have this conversation. Um, He FaceTimes the mother and um, they basically, he basically tells her where he is. Um, And that was kind of the end of their segment, really revealing this. But this man has multiple children. I would say multiple children, multiple women. And she's bringing him here. And I just don't know. I don't know what to make of it. You just look at these people and you think you are making, I think what it does is you reflect, you you can look at all of this and just go, I know it's an edited version of their lives, but there are big things that stand out. In this relationship, massive red flag, He's in a country, hasn't bothered to learn any of the language. He cannot work for a while, so she has to fund him. He has children with other women. Um, He doesn't know your religion. He's super secretive. Done. This relationship isn't going to work. Those are not things that are going to make a relationship work. You go to Gino and Jasmine. I mean, let's, Lee said the better. You go to Sophie and Rob, and he's, that's never going to work. The relationship is never going to work. He has no aspiration, no desire, no no ambition. And she's a very ambitious young woman that pays all her own bills. It's not going to work. And she wants the good stuff in life. It's not going to work. And then you go to Nicole and Justin, and I want them to work. So let's leave those alone because they're going to work. But, you know, you see these things from outside perspective. And you just wonder when you, you're in your own relationships of other people seeing things and going, this is never going to work, but nobody tells you. So maybe we all need to go on these TV shows so that the general public can view our relationships and see things that we never see. Because we've all been there in a relationship where you step out and you go, oh, I never saw any of that. So I'm advocating for for anyone that's listening, sign up for a reality TV show immediately. Because then you can just figure out very quickly whether your relationship's going to work or not. Put your life under the microscope up for yeah. scrutiny of the public. I mean, it was so telling with this one, with what his mom said. She's like, well, I love you. Just don't forget your family that you left behind. Ding. Yikes. Ding. Ding. Oh. And we see next episode, she's telling us he hasn't gotten his phone set up here yet. So his family is calling me nonstop all day and texting me and all this stuff. And, uh, we saw in a preview that she starts to think that he just came here to be with family members that are already here. Like she didn't know about that. So it's just like lies on lies on lies. I mean, it's what we, it's what we stay for here at 90 day. It is. I mean, he doesn't, he would work to send money to his children. Well, he's not working. So who has to send money to the children now? Right. She does. It's just, it's a, that family was calling to get money from her. It's, it's awful. It's all, yeah. it's all so bad. So, but that's our 90 day guys. That's what we expect from 90 day. And it always delivers. Um, We're going to love you and leave you. It is Tuesday. You're listening to this and tomorrow you're going to get our 
um, very spooky. I mean, all this, I think we're just so proud of ourselves that we really have set this entire month as spooky, spooky season. Next, tomorrow on Wednesday, you're going to get your episode of our Wheel of Shame, um, and it had picked Paranormal Emergency. So guys, some of the stories that we hear tomorrow that Kate and I are going to go over are really really speak. You're going to get a shiver down your spine. And then the wheel of shame goes on to pick something that is, couldn't be more on point. Um, so that's tomorrow's episode. On Friday, we have our regular episode where we um, break down all the ghouls from Bravo. And also um, we have a subscriber episode that's coming out on Friday, which is going to be huge. I'm so excited to dive into this. It's a documentary that is free on YouTube. I'll put the link on our Instagram, Tend to Love and Care podcast. And it is a documentary that dives into the vampiric killings um, perpetrated by Rod Farrell in the 1990s and his coven of vampires. That is going to be released on Friday only to our subscribers and our Patreon members. Please, if you're interested in that and all of our backlog of all of our Patreon shows, all you have to do, guys, is you click on the link in your feed. You will see an episode with a little lock on it. Click on it, five bucks a month. That's all it is. You get all these extra shows and all the backlog of the shows beforehand. Really get spooky for the next couple of weeks, which are all going to be Halloween coming up. I hope you have stuff planned, but that's what's happening on Friday. I did just remember one thing when I said Bravo, Kate. Did you hear the news about Catherine Dennis from from Southern Charm? No. She was dry. You know, she's lost full custody of those kids that she's still trying to fight back with that Thomas Ravenel. Um, She was driving near a school and hit an off-duty police officer who was apparently doubles up as doing like kids crossing or something for this school, drove off. She did a hit and run on a police officer and drove off. Oh God! What is with these Bravo stars hit and runs? So Shannon bad. and now this. Well, but that Catherine Dennis has just had darkness. It was a. It was the curse of Revenues. It was the curse of that. I'm telling you. Oh, it's dark. Anyway, guys, that's all this for this week. Please be sure to uh, follow us Instagram Tender Loving Care Podcast. DM us. We love reading your DMs. We answer all of them. Our email address tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. Anything else, Kate? Uh, yes, TikTok, Tender Loving Care Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube now. We are yeah. YouTubers. Like, subscribe, follow, hit the bell, all that stuff. The bell. <laughs> um, so you can just search uh, Tender Loving Care Podcast. You'll find us on YouTube and mm-hmm. all our video episodes. So exactly. you'll be so able much. to watch Kate and I record this in all the glory. And the best thing to do is if you're working right now, listen to this, just pop on the YouTube, just pop it in, put your little buds in, listen to us and um support the show because it all really helps all right thanks so much guys we will be back with you on uh actually we'll be back with you tomorrow on wednesday to talk a lot of spooky spooky stuff have a fantastic rest of your week we will speak to you later Bye bye bye
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.